Greetings and welcome to today's episode, Getting Ready to Receive. Again, we have our special guest co-host with us, Marie Ippoli. And again, Marie Ippoli is a licensed clinical social worker and she also happens to be my best friend and she's joining us for a few weeks being a guest co-host. Um, and today's topic, again, is about um, receiving. And one of the greatest ways to get in the mood or the mode of receiving is to really talk about giving. Mm-hmm. And um, I think Marie is an excellent guest on this topic because I don't know how many years ago it was, but when she was doing a Lent um, thing, mm-hmm. one of the things that she decided to do for Lent was if someone gave her a compliment, let's say, for example, if someone said, oh, that's a nice pocketbook, she would literally take everything out of her pocketbook and give it to the person who complimented it. And so she made that a practice during her Lent season. Um, and she kind of continues it. And I shouldn't say it because I don't want everybody <laughs> saying, oh, cute dress. <laughs> but as a result, I had a group that I was in. And um, it was a group of maybe about eight ladies in the group. And then we made it a practice amongst ourselves as well. And so if anybody in the group said, oh, I like those earrings, then the person would take the earrings off and give it to them. And I just think that was a wonderful um, example of giving because it's, it's, that's a different type of giving. So why did you? Well, um, for Lent, I always choose something to do, um, maybe one or two things. And um, that year, I had chosen to do what they called a love fast. And it was actually an Oprah article that I read. I was like, hmm. But it was different. It was about, it was about fasting from love. As in, um, you know, people are always wanting to receive love. You know, wanting to receive compliments. You want other people to give to you. So the fasting part of it was fasting away from you wanting it given to you, instead you give it to others. So um, that did include, you know, if you saw someone, you wanted to compliment them, well, I saw, compliment them. If someone um, saw something that I had, granted, I did not give away my house or my car. (laughs) So those things were were off limits because I needed to get to work and I needed somewhere to live. But um, I also wanted to feel like I wasn't tied to anything. Mm-hmm. Like things are just things. Mm-hmm. People um, and how you make people feel, that's different. Mm-hmm. And so I said, okay, I will do this love fast. And I did not tell people, look, I'm doing this love fast. <laughs> and you know, if you say this or if whatever, then this is what's going to happen. Um, I knew. I had it written down, and then whenever I would meet someone or whatever, yeah, if they said, oh, very nice earrings, Um, I mean, I would love those earrings, I would take them off and give it to them. Um, And it felt really good, actually, and at the end of it, it's like, you know, that's a practice I would like to continue. Um, And I continue that practice. But along this, because I did two things that year. It was that, and then it was um, 
uh, fasting from like fast food or anything like that. So what I would do is if I w wanted fast food, instead of purchasing it, I would say, okay, so how much would that McDonald's meal or whatever cost? And instead of purchasing that, I would take the money and I would put the money away. And at the end of the fast, I gave the money. I can just think of so many examples of you and giving. Um, so I remember we went to Tijuana. Or, mm -hmm. Yes. And so there it was like um, a bartering thing. So we kind of went shopping or something like that. And so I guess you're supposed to try to talk people down on their prices. Mm -hmm. um, and so everybody's like, oh, I got a good deal and that type of thing. And Marie is like, how much is it? Ten dollars? Would you take twenty for it? <laughs> but I'm exaggerating a little bit. But she definitely did not want to knock the price down, and then she would probably give a tip on top of it. So talk to us about that. Well, and, and this is um, what it was like not to have to be poor. Um, you know, put cardboard in the bottom of my shoes and not lift up my feet as I walk, those sorts of things. So I knew what it was like not to have. Um, and I guess yeah, just not wanting other people to feel that way, too. Um, I started this practice of just telling myself and, re and reminding myself that I'm not in that space anymore. And that um, in giving, it doesn't mean now I get, I've given, I don't have. I will continue to have. I will always have. And so I had that in my mind. Like, I'll always have. So why not give? And as I'm giving to this other person, I have family, I'm originally from Haiti, I have family in Haiti who are doing the same thing that they're doing. Mm -hmm. And I would love it if somebody, instead of saying, oh, okay, well, knock $5 off or not, um, giving them what they think it's worth. Mm -hmm. um, so I just got into a practice of just reminding myself that I will always have. And that giving it away doesn't mean that I no longer have. The act of giving um, is also the act of receiving. It's both in one, mm -hmm. if that makes any sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, so along those lines, if I can keep talking. Um, and I do. I love to give. I tied 10% of my paycheck. Um, every time I get paid, I also have more than one bank account because I have my um, bank account that I pay my bills and everything off of. But then I also have another account, and it's my giving account. So the money from my giving account comes right out of my paycheck and goes into that account. And with that, I have charities and different organizations I give to, and then the extra money Whoever else needs it, gets it. Mm -hmm. And I've never been without. Right. Right. 
And and that's like a, I guess one of the principles is well, really giving and receiving are like the same side or two sides of the same coin. Um, and so a lot of times, I do want to come back to this. So a lot of times we do one side of the coin, we give, but then we might not do the other side, which mm-hmm. is receive. So I want to come back to that in a moment. But as far as the giving piece, um, I think that like the, the way that you give and just the whole principle that you just discussed in terms of, you know, I'm abundant. I'm, it's always going to be more. I'm not in that space of lack. I'm, it's not taking anything away from me to give. Like, I might as well give. Like, that's like a beautiful principle. And that is kind of one of the laws of the universe. The more you give, the more you will have to give. Um, but on the flip side, oh, I know. So you were also saying from the perspective of the brain, what happens in the brain and in the body when you give. Oh, well, um, dopamine is released, which feels good. So the act of giving also feels good. So you are receiving a feel-good feeling from giving Um, and that's also one of the reasons why if somebody is feeling bad we'll use the word bad but if you're going through a certain uh, a situation um, feeling kind of depressed low um, you might hear someone say well volunteer or do something for somebody else and you're thinking I feel terrible (laughs) Why would I want to go out and do something for somebody else? But the act of giving, giving, doing something for somebody else releases that feel-good feeling. And the more you do that, you find yourself being lifted out of that depressed feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a good point because one thing my mom would always say is that you should only do things that you want to do. So, for example, you should only give if you want to give. Like, if you're not giving from the heart, then the gift wasn't truly given, and it doesn't actually benefit anyone. And, um, you know, I've also heard, like, a lot of gurus say that same type of thing. And it was hard. That was a hard concept for me because I know to this day that a lot of people are very thankful for things that I've given even when I felt like I didn't want to give anymore. Um, but I, I do realize that it was not that I didn't want to give. I was just tired. <laughs> I was exhausted. I felt like I didn't have anything else to give. Um, but if I wasn't in that space of exhaustion, then, of course, I would have wanted to give. But, um, like, a lot of times people are saying you were the only one there for me. And if it wasn't for you, I don't know where I would be. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to, I guess, negotiate, only give from the heart or if, because you want to, et cetera. But the whole thing about giving and receiving is that it has to be a balance. And a lot of times um, we're not giving enough. Like there are, there's more that we can do. And the example that you just gave, it really reminded me of when I used to work with children. And a lot of times they were, you know, not in a situation where they felt good about themselves. and mostly they were kind of used to like people helping them so to speak Mm -hmm. and we made it a practice that we would actually have them go out and do volunteer work and give back 
And I remember that in the beginning, like every time it was their first time to volunteer, they never wanted to do it. So we were kind of, kind of like forcing them to do it, making them do it anyway. And but it was like once they did it, they would feel so great, and then they look forward to going back to do it again. And so that's a really good example, or a good, I guess, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A good, I guess, reason why they felt good about it because mm -hmm. they're actually creating dopamine. Right. Yeah. And then, um, you know, you build relationships mm -hmm. um, through that. You make connections, and that also feels good, mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I do want to talk about things that, what are, what are ways that we can increase our giving? So um, the whole concept of giving only when you want to. Sometimes I feel like you have to push yourself a little bit. Mm -hmm out of your comfort zone and give a little more than you want to. And, and then that will become, like you said, something that feels good eventually. But sometimes I do think we have to push and give more than we're currently giving. Um, I, I would agree um, because a lot of times we think that that's all I can give. Um, and then when you give more, you find out, oh, I can give a little more. Oh. I can give a little more because things open up for you to do that. Mm -hmm. Even um, I volunteer at my church. Um, it started off as one time <laughs> per month, but um, now, if, well, it quickly turned into every Sunday um, that I volunteer with the kids. I love doing it. Um, at first, I thought I could only do it one time per month, but things began to open up so that I could do it every Sunday. Um, and I look forward to, to doing it. Um, and I don't have any children, but I'm going to tell you, there are so many days where, well, I've had a very difficult week or whatever, and it will be one child who just comes and just hugs me and says, I love you. Hey, where is this coming from? Um, and I needed it. Um, and I don't know how the kid knew I needed it, <laughs> but the kid knew that I needed it and, and did that. And even with the giving, this is something I learned from you, um, and I don't know how this fits, but um, it had to do with borrowing. Um, because when people ask to borrow, and then they don't pay back, um, and then you're... And they're like making up excuses as to, oh, I'm going to pay you back, I'm going to pay you back, I'm going to pay you back. Um, then they try to avoid you, and, <laughs> you know, because they haven't paid you back or whatever. And I remember we were having a conversation, you had said something about, um, you know, if someone borrows, just counting that as a giving, a gift, um, and not, it, not, not not expecting it back, but just not relying on that they're going to give it back. And so I was like, hmm. So um, I started to change it to, so if somebody would come and borrow, say, you know, I need to borrow $300 or whatever, I would say, okay, if I had the $300, which I usually did, 
let them borrow the $300. In my mind, it was a gift. Interestingly enough, I get paid back the money now more so than I did when they borrowed it. Um, because it, it, I count it as a gift. If they pay me back, they do. If they don't, doesn't matter. It's like, that's it. And I, I have. I've gotten paid back more. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's awesome. But I got that from you, so <laughs> I don't know if I'm using it correctly. <laughs> but, well, I'm glad it's working. <laughs> it works for you. ways that I can give more is just making sure I remember that I'm in relationship with another person mm -hmm. and remembering to do things like look people in their eyes when I talk to them or remembering to smile when I'm interacting with people and remembering that it's not about what it is I'm trying to get right now like it's a person <laughs> mm -hmm. and think about what can I offer them in this interaction um, so I guess being less self-centered and more into um, like you made the comment a little while ago that everybody's looking for compliments and everybody's looking for um, reasons to feel good and so I want to the way I have increased my giving is to increased ways that I can help people to feel good. And, and that's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> and I really do understand that um, because just um, being present in the moment is a huge gift. Yeah. And it is something that as we move more toward um, the use of cell phones and <laughs> that people lose out yes. on. That connection. Um. Okay, yeah. And so, you know, the topic is giving and receiving. And we spend a lot of time talking about giving because that's the best, that's the easiest way to receive. Like, whatever you want more of, you give that. If you want more joy, you give joy to others. If you want more kindness, you give kindness to others. If you want to be appreciated, then you appreciate others. So that's the quickest way to getting what you want is by giving what you want. Mm -hmm. um, but also another thing about um, giving is that it, it opens up the space to receive. Um, and I know earlier, and maybe earlier this year, we had a podcast that was really talking about cleaning out your environment, like mm -hmm. donating things, um, you know, just clearing your space. And when you do that, you open up space to allow more things in, more things that you love, instead of just that stale stuff that's just there taking up space and taking up energy. Um, so, but the receiving part, like a lot of us are givers, mm -hmm. but then we don't tend to receive. So, do you have any comments as it relates to your ability to receive? Um, that was something that was very difficult to learn. <laughs> um, it, very, very difficult. Uh, to learn to do because um, and I guess it was tied to how I felt about myself because um, I felt great about other people but not so great about myself 
And so um, when someone would try to give something to me, oh, no, no, that's okay. You need it, even though I might need it. <laughs> um, you know, I would, oh, no, you need it. And depending on who they were, they'd be like, okay. <laughs> and then in my mind, I'm thinking, man, I really needed that. Uh, should I have really said that? Um, but learning how to just say, okay, thank you. And receiving, even though, even though I may not need it. And what I mean by that is, um, and that was something else I had a conversation about, um, allowing that person, because they're giving, so if I don't receive it, so am I blocking them mm -hmm. and keeping them from you know, from that circle right. <laughs> of giving, receiving, giving, receiving, giving, receiving. So if I say no, it's like, then I just stop that. Right, so they don't get to feel the dopamine pumping through their body. No, they're like, why isn't she taking this? Did I do something wrong? Right, so, and that's one thing, too, that I have to keep in, in my mind, because people love to do things for you. Like, that makes people feel good. And a lot of times, like, I, that's, one of my main sayings that I will say is no thank you. Like, it's automatically, it just automatically rolls off my tongue. No thank you, no thank you, no thank you. But um, keeping in mind that people would love to do these things for you. And that if you, when you're saying no, like you say, you're blocking their blessing. So you're blocking your own and you're blocking theirs at the same time. And so I really need to um, get into practice and I keep telling people, um, try to help me to say yes, please. <laughs> yes, please, instead of no, thank you. So how have how are you able to kind of make that transition into saying yes? Well, it has been a very hard transition to make. But I think things kind of changed when um, it was a couple of people who did some things for me. Um, and one example is, I had a bunch of reports to complete and I had scheduled the time, written out everything, prepared to do it. When I went into the system to get my reports done, they had all been completed by someone else. And the feeling was just so, so good, like, oh my goodness. And the realization that, oh, I've been missing out on this feeling. <laughs> so it's okay and I did not tell the person, oh, don't ever do this again. Mm -hmm. um, as a matter of fact, I look forward to the next time that was done. Okay. So I remember when I lived in Barbados, we made a conscious decision to not have a vehicle, so we had to. We were forced to use public transportation. But I used to travel to a group called Toastmasters, and to get there, I had to walk a mile, then I had to take a bus, and then I had to take another bus, and then. I had to take a cab. <laughs> so, which was fine during the day, but at night, trying to get back, that was too much to try to do. And so um, I was like, well, I can't be a member of this club because it's too far away. And, but the club members were like, if you get here, someone will take you home. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> like the ideal of going somewhere not knowing how you're going to get back. First of all, that's crazy to me, right? 
and then just to be trusting that someone's going to bring you back, but then um, being the recipient of someone doing this act of kindness for me every week, every other week or whatever, that was a little much for me. And so I made the comment to one of the people who was taking me home one night, and I was just like, you know, basically I feel bad that you guys have to take me home and things like that. And he was like, no, we love taking you home. And he was like, I imagine that um, you're a really kind person and a very giving person um, in your country. And so you're just getting back a little bit of what you've given, and, and we feel good about that. And he's like, you don't always get it from the person who gave it to you, but you're going to get it back, and this is just coming back to you. And I was like, oh, okay. And so after that, I was able to, you know, comfortably accept being on the receiving end. Um, but the whole thing with um, making yourself ready to receive is we do have to make sure we balance that equation between giving and receiving. So some of us have to work a little harder on giving, and then others of us have to work a little harder on receiving. And if you're like me, you got to do a little bit of both. Um, but like the receiving part is you have to be able to remove the blocks. Because if I can't receive from you, how am I going to receive the abundance that the universe is trying to flow into me? And so the more that I'm able to remove my blocks um, to receiving, the more I'm opening up that space so that the energy can flow in the direction that I would love for it to flow into. So do we continue? No. I'm going to try to wrap it up. So we have to really practice doing both. Practice being a giver, practice being able to receive, and open yourself up to the blessings of the universe. So thank you for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. Yes, and I look forward to seeing you again next week. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully you'll be here next week. Um, Thank you, guys. We'll be back next Wednesday. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And make sure you check out my website at arvetmcclain.com. And subscribe if you haven't already by clicking the link below. Until next time.